Honestly, I literally stopped counting after I hit 50. Oh God. They say the girls have more fun, but they never met the boys. This is Boy Talk. Boy Talk. This is Boy Talk. Welcome back, bitches. I am so excited to be with you all this week. I am so sorry that I have to apologize again. I literally just keep ghosting you guys. I'm seriously the worst person I know, and I am so, so sorry. I promise you it's gonna get better. Like, please trust me. It's just been a crazy couple months for me, like with the end of the semester, I started an internship, I am running around places, I got to go home for the first time and see my family since the pandemic, like, I've just been so crazy busy, it's been a nightmare, and I appreciate you guys being so kind, and still listening to the podcast, still downloading, still being part of all the fun content I'm making, and understanding that, like, it's just been rough to get these podcasts out, but I'm back in New York, I'm finally all settled in, I've been here for two weeks, everything is back on schedule, and though I haven't been making, you know, podcasts, I have been out and about getting content, if you know what I mean. So we have lots of great stories, lots of good stuff to come. And I am just so excited to be back with you all. I have so many amazing updates and I hope that you're doing fantastic. I hope that you're having an amazing summertime. I hope that you're getting railed. I hope that you're railing whatever you enjoy doing. I just hope you're having a great time like me. So let's jump into some of these basic updates, y'all. So the podcast, really exciting news, y'all. I I can't even believe it, to be honest with you. But the podcast is in the top 1% in the world now. So we've been hanging out in the top 1.5% for a few months now, which is like crazy. But top 1%, that is insanity to me. And I'm just so grateful. The only reason why the podcast is doing so well is because of you all. So thank you so much for the support. I'm literally still doing this from my bedroom on my own. I don't make any money on this podcast still. You know, it is what it is. Hot girl doing hot shit, being broke. It's my lifestyle. And I'm just glad that you're here because if you weren't here, I wouldn't be here. So thank you so much for the support and being here. I started the podcast in January. I started game planning November of 2020. And you guys have seriously been so amazing and I just can't believe that so many of you tune in and are so excited for the next episode and I just love you all. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Next update. (laughs) So OnlyFans, y'all. If you follow me on my other social media and my other platforms, you probably saw that I launched the account. So it is live, it is going, and it is going fantastically because you guys are seriously the best. Like y'all, honestly, no matter what I do, you just come ready to go and you guys always have my back. So I do have an OnlyFans now. You can find it in my Twitter bio. So I haven't put it into like my uh, flow page if you're familiar with that yet. If you've clicked my links to go and see all my fun stuff for social media. I haven't put it in there just because like some brands won't like that I have one of those bad boys. So I haven't put it there. But the secret is this. Go to my Twitter and it's the link in that bio. And you can find me and you can subscribe and you can message me there and you can see exclusive content and you'll probably see some parts of my body you might not have seen yet. So, you know, body yaddy yaddy. To be transparent about my OnlyFans though, it's not XXX. I know, I know, disappointing. I have a lot of people who are like, I was expecting you to be doing like full on XXX content. No, that's not where I'm taking my career. I appreciate the thought, and I'm glad that some of you wish 
that I would be posting that kind of thing. Like, you know, I'll take it as like a compliment. But yeah, that's really not the general place I'm trying to go with my content creation. And there's no shame to people who do that. I think that there's obviously talent in that field. It's just not where I want to go. But I do have, you know, PG-13 rated R kind of content in that sense of like suggestive. You'll get the idea as well as I do lots of fun things with pools and I share really great info about things that you might need to know. Um, So yeah, I definitely recommend giving it a try. I've been discounting it every time that like the discount runs out. I just repost the discount so that you could just at least try and see. And if it's content you want to be consuming, awesome. If not, no big deal. But yeah, I'm top 4.5% of creators on there already. It's only been two weeks, which is craziness to me. Um, Tons of likes, tons of engagement, and I'm just so excited to be making content there. So definitely go check that out. Next is TikTok, y'all. So (laughs) I got beef with them. They have been literally pulling all my videos down. Like, it's been crazy. And like, I knew that they were getting stricter and stricter, but now it's like even old videos that I posted that went viral before and are still up and never got in trouble. I've remade them to like just try to get my algorithm back because I haven't been posting there regularly either. And they were taking them down, like literally taking them down constantly. And it's just been insanity. So I, I'm going to try to readjust. I'm not sure what's going to happen with TikTok and the content though, because like what I like to do on there, it's not allowed anymore. So stay tuned. Please support me on TikTok. Like anything that I'm doing, I it's, it's going to be an interesting time as I'm trying to figure that out. So your guys' support means everything there. But yeah, so those are some really good updates about what's going on with content and everything. Sorry to spend a lot of time on that section this week. I just haven't obviously been able to talk to you all in a while. There's been lots of really new and exciting stuff to go through. So I just wanted to let you know what's up, what's happening, what what's that has happening, you know, where I'm at, where life is going, that kind of thing. So really glad we could catch up. I'm so glad you made it to this meeting. I hope you took your notes and we are moving on. So before we jump into the content, you know, you know this part. If you're a listener, you've been here for a while, you get it. It's the shameless plug. Y'all, I need you to leave a review. I need you to give me a five-star rating. I need, need, need you to subscribe and like the podcast, follow it, share it out. And if you share it on social media, please tag me because I will personally thank you and I will personally love you for the rest of your life. Um, <laughs> that's literally like if, I've, if you've tagged me, I will literally... DM you and be like, you are my saving grace and I love you so much. You're the most amazing thing in the world. So yeah, anyway, the only reason why the podcast does so well is because of you all. The only reason why we're continuing to grow and bring more people to the podcast and get this information out is because you guys are sharing, liking, commenting, subscribing, all that good stuff. So please, please, please do your part and I really appreciate you guys. Like literally love you all so much. And into this week's episode. Ugh. So I decided to do this very last minute. I have wanted to talk about body count for a long time. And I was nervous because like, you know, everyone's like, Cody, how do you know all this information? Like, where did you like learn all these tips and tricks and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I've been around the block. So like in this episode, I'm going to have to like 110% expose myself because like, I can't talk about body count without telling you guys my body count. And like, it's just going to be a really great time for all of us. You know what I mean? So let's just jump into some basics. If you are new to the concept of body count, what is a body count, right? So a body count is the number of people that you have had sexual relations with. 
for some people, their body count only counts if there's like full-blown penetration, right? And then for other people, it's just any type of sexual interaction. So like, you know, hand jobs, blow jobs, whatever it may be. If it's a sexual interaction, they'll count it. So for me, I've always counted body count as like full-blown sex only. Like I haven't counted people that I might have, uh, you know sloppy toppied or you know had a little little fun with like the hands to me like that's not (laughs) not worthy of being on my body count that's just my opinion I don't know what the like general you know scientific research behind what counts as a body count is but for me that's kind of how I've tracked it it's like if I had full-blown sex that involved penetration then it's body count like you're on the list if we just kind of messed around then no, it's not body count. You're not on the list. Like I said, I don't know if anyone else thinks that that's wrong. Let me know. But that's just where I've been with body count. The first time that I ever heard of body count, though, is actually was middle school. So I remember I was in middle school and it was like seventh or eighth grade. And that's when like people start like losing their virginity. And, you know, people are starting to have intercourse and If they're not having intercourse, at least there's, you know, rumors of people are starting to be promiscuous with one another. And I just remember, like, of course, it was the stupid straight boys. And they were all just in the locker room before gym talking about, like, oh, bro, I'm already at, like, three bodies and blah, 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 blah. And all this basic locker room BS. And I just remember listening in and being kind of like body count like what are they talking about I, I don't understand like I didn't get my first kiss till I was 15 so like I was a little late bloomer so in middle school I I hadn't kissed anyone so I didn't have any idea what a body count was and so like as they were like talking I picked up on what was happening and I was like oh okay so they're talking about like how many people that they've had sex with got it so that's really what a body count is and that's how it's utilized in society that's why we talk about it and all that good stuff And like I said, some people might count bodies for any type of sexual intercourse. For me, I only count the ones that are full-blown penetration. That's just my preference. (laughs) But even at that, my number is embarrassing, I guess. Well, it's not embarrassing because you know what? We we don't slut shame. We don't slut shame at Boy Talk because living your life the way you choose to live your life and doing with what you want with your body is exactly what you should be doing. So actually, no, I'm not embarrassed of my body count. So let's jump into it. Why do people keep count of bodies it's kind of a weird concept right if you can really step back and think about it like why why would we be tracking that like what's the point of keeping a list of the people or even having like a numerical count of the people that you've had intercourse with right it is a little foreign it's a kind of a strange idea so here's kind of the main reasons why people tend to keep a body count first off people just like to flex i mean (sighs) As young as, like, middle school, these boys were trying to flex on each other with, like, how many bodies they had. And I remember all through high school, the same thing. Like, guys and girls were just talking about how many bodies they had. And then in college, it just was the same thing. It was, like, that was one of the first questions people would ask you. Like, if you were going to have sex, it was, like, what's your body count? And it's interesting because this flex, this idea of, like, well, I've slept with a lot of people... It gives you this idea of experience, which is the second reason why people keep count of their body count. They want to kind of have that credential of like, oh, I've already been with like, you know, 10 other people. Like, I know what I'm doing. 
And what I think is so funny about that is that your body count has nothing to do with your experience. Nothing at all. Like, (laughs) I have had sex with people who, like, was maybe their second or third time, and it's been some of the best sex I've ever had in my entire life. Like, they just knew what to do with it. Like, they had done their research. They had literally gone out and figured it out. They watched enough content. They took their notes. They practiced. And they came in ready to play. And I've had other partners who've had higher body counts. And they've been, like, the worst. Like, some of the worst intercourse I've had in my entire life. And I'm just like, (laughs) how... How are you not good at this? Like, I, you know, like you had practice. It was kind of alarming. And that's what it comes down to is this. People try to use their body count to show they're experienced. It has nothing to do with experience. Like the amount of people you actually get into bed with has nothing to do with the amount of actually good experience you have. Because you could have had a body count of 10 million, but if all 10 million times sucked and you didn't learn anything and you didn't get better or improve, then okay, great, you have a 10 million body count, but you literally still suck at intercourse, so you can't even make someone finish. Like, it doesn't matter how many people you slept with if you can't get the job done. So it's an interesting concept. And then finally, another reason why people do the body count is just to keep a record. I don't know if you guys have seen, but like on social media, there's a lot of like people showing that like they keep a count of their bodies in like the Note app. So if you're an iPhone user or you have the iOS, like there's that little notepad and like everyone keeps all their really important stuff in there, which is like wild to me that we all do it. I thought I was the only person in the world who like put important stuff into their notepad. And then I found out through the internet quickly that like other people also do that. And I was like, oh, cool. So it's not just me who puts like really important stuff in here. Got it. But yeah, there are people who are literally keeping lists in their notepads and like they're putting down the number and their name and how they met and all these other little things too. I also saw this one lady, she does this method with her body count, right? And it was so cool. I was like, I want to adopt that. I'm not committed enough to it, but like the idea of me adopting it sounds like super fun to me. But I know that like I'm just not I'm not committed enough to do something like this. It's kind of like a bullet journal sense too. like I love the idea of a bullet journal like they look so cool and so crisp and so clean and so artistic. But I won't do that. I am too lazy. I'm, I'm a lazy ass bitch. I'm not going to have a bullet journal. So anyway, what this lady did was <laughs> she took note cards And on these note cards, she would, like, put the number of the body it was, their name, how they met, something about them or whatever, blah, 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 and then rate the sex. And then she would just go through and review them. And she has, like, a whole, like, recipe book container. It's like a plastic container with the lid full of these note cards for each body and each person and how they met and these stories and their rating. And I thought it was so cool in the sense of, like, that's actually, like, a really cool record of your life because, like, what ends up happening is you end up losing track of body count. Like it's, if you get up there, like if you're having a good old time, like if you're going around the block, like I have been, you just stop keeping count. Like it just doesn't become important to you anymore. And you just honestly don't know the number, which is wild, but it's the truth. So we've been talking all about this body count thing and we got all this really great info and you're like, Cody, like I get it now, like body count on people you had sex with. I understand why we're tracking it, blah, 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 et cetera. But what is the average body count? So (laughs) I did a little research for us all 
And the Healthline article that I found states that a study found in the U.S., the average body count per person is 7.2 people in the United States. So that means in one lifetime, most people have about seven plus partners. And then I instantly remembered this TikTok audio that's like, today I learned that the average amount of sexual partners is eight people. Today I also learned that I'm a slut. And that's exactly how I felt in that moment. Because <laughs> I was like, oh shit, it is actually like seven, eight. Um, wow, yeah, I'm nowhere near that anymore. Um, and that's not a flex, like I said. Just because you have a bunch of bodies doesn't mean you're good at having sex. But yeah, nowhere near that number anymore. But that's the average in the United States. So I am very above average. <laughs> and this is for all my above average girlies. Hey, hey, my above average girls. Uh, we're out here doing it. We're having a good time. But yeah, 7.2 is the average in the United States. And so since I'm over here alluding to my body count, I figured I will tell you all some insider details about my own body count, right? So like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, <laughs> I stopped counting around 50. Yeah. And that happened recently. So I, I hit 50 probably, probably halfway through my time in New York. So I've been in New York for a year now. And when I moved here, I was like just in early stages of 40, 41. And then now I'm at 50 plus. I stopped counting, like I said. And it's been a wild ride. So let's start from the beginning. So in high school, I lost my virginity at 16 to a boy I was dating. And that was cool and great, whatever. Um, he was a senior. I was a sophomore. I should have known that he was literally just going to be the worst thing that ever happened. He was amazing. Awesome. Took my virginity and then dumped me. Love that. It's a, you know, character developing moment, right? <laughs> so then... I went and I met another boy and I dated him for a while and he was on the podcast. So Andrew and all that good stuff. And then we broke up. And so then after him and I broke up, that's when I discovered hooking up. So I was 17 going on 18 and I was like, wow, like I can use dating apps to just meet guys and have sex. Cool. Didn't know you could do that. Um, but now that I know that I can do that and that's an option, I'm not going to get my heart broken. I'm just going to have a hot girl summer. So before hot girl summers were a thing, I did that. And so I remember that summer after me and Andrew broke up, I just kind of went a little haywire, had a good time. And um, that good time went until about December of my senior year. I turned 18 in the meanwhile. So then October to December, I was 18, which opened up a whole world of opportunities because I was then legal. I wasn't a minor anymore. And I could make my own adult decisions. And I made a bunch of really terrible poor decisions. And so my body count skyrocketed to like 17 at that point. Yeah, so it was very quick. I went 1, 2, 17. <laughs> and, and then it just, you know, it just was a lot of disappointment after that. So then after I had my fun little hookup time or whatever, I decided I wanted to try to like date. And I wanted to have something serious. And then I just kept getting played. Like, <laughs> these men were out to destroy me. And, like, it was terrible. Like, little, you know, 18, 19-year-old Cody wanted to find love. And all that I kept finding were fuckboys. I would be like, yeah, like, I want something serious. I'm trying to date. And they'd be like, oh, baby, yeah, I want to date you. You're so hot. You're so smart. Mm, we're going to date. And then we'd have sex. And then a week later, we wouldn't talk anymore. And I'm like, huh? And so the body count just kept going up, 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 up. 
And so then I got into a serious relationship and I was in that for two and a half years. So that kind of stalled things. And when I finished undergrad at Kent State, I think my body count was then in the 30s, 35 maybe. <laughs> like I said, I stopped counting. I really did. I just stopped. I was like, I don't, I don't want to keep the count going. So we got rough estimates from here on out. Like after my ex and I broke up and I had my senior year at Kent right before the pandemic hit, I was in hot girl mode again. And it was like my second wave of like hookup culture and just going crazy. And then, yeah, the pandemic hit, which slowed me down again. And I think what's so funny about it all is that, like, this whole time as I was going through it, even during the hookup stuff, I was always trying to find a relationship. I just wasn't lucky. And I still haven't been lucky. Like, it's been a disaster. So then I moved to New York, and the same bullshit's been happening. Like, the same bullshit of me being, like... I'm trying to date seriously and I put it out there that like I want to actually have a relationship and all these men tell me that they want to have one with me and then we have sex and then we have sex a few more times and I ask them are we dating now and they go I don't want anything serious huh you just huh we literally talked and all of a sudden boom what do you mean? Like, you told me literally at the beginning of this that you you knew I wanted something serious and you wanted something serious with me. It's the only reason why I'm having sex with you. And then all of a sudden, you don't want something serious. But it's the best sex that they've ever had. It's just this catch-22 of I can't ever win, right? And it's wild. And so now my body count is somewhere in the 50s. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to move on now as I'm thinking about my life and all the men who screwed me over. This is why I streamed sour on repeat. This is why I literally cried to traitor in my shower every single time it comes on. And we're moving on <laughs> because if not, I'm going to start crying into the mic. It's not going to be pretty and you're not going to laugh. I'm not going to laugh. It's going to be a mess. So body count. It's something that we've been talking about now for 20 minutes and I just want to really put this out here. Body count doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It is just this fictitious number that like you may choose to engage with. You may choose not to. And it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't define you. Same thing with me. Like, okay, I'm somewhere in the 50s right now. And that's cool. That doesn't change who I am. It doesn't make me a terrible person. It doesn't make me a better person. It doesn't make me a sex god. It doesn't make me like uh, an experienced person. It doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, this is my body, and I make the choices I want to make with my body. And so the choices that I've made with my body have been my choice, and I'm not ashamed of that. And you shouldn't be either. And so if your choice is to wait and not have sex until you're in a serious relationship, like someone's waiting till marriage, that's awesome. Like, so proud of you. Like, that's really great. And if you choose to have sex with a bunch of people, that's also awesome. That's great. I'm proud of you. As long as you are happy, it's your body, it's your choice, you get to do what you want, and that is what matters. So this whole idea of a body count meaning anything, it doesn't. It really doesn't at its core. And at the end of the day, you got to do you. And so whatever that looks like, do it and don't be ashamed of it. I remember when I was younger, people would always try to start off conversations about intercourse with like, well, what's your body count? Like that was just commonplace. And I don't think that's the right way to start a conversation with someone that you're interested in. Like you shouldn't have to know how many people they've been with or how many people you've been with. Like all that matters is that you guys are 
excited to be with one another. And if and when that time comes, then you have those discussions of like, have you been tested recently? And all that fun stuff. Because here's the thing about all that, because someone might say, oh, someone with a body count that's higher, they might be more, you know, predisposition to having an STI or whatever. As long as you're getting tested, that's all that matters. And guess what? All it takes is one time, honey. And I always think that's so funny. It's like, I know people who have a body count of like three and they've had STIs and they've had to get treatment for it. And that's normal and it's okay. And you should get treatment and stay tested. And that's why it's important to stay tested. But don't think just because someone has a high body count that they are any type of thing, whether they are better at sex, worse at sex, if they might have an STI, like that does, it just doesn't matter. Like the number actually doesn't equate to any meaningful thing about a person. And that's the point I'm trying to make in a long winded way. Just know that your body count, it doesn't matter. Don't let anyone make you feel ashamed of it, whether it's too high or too low there. It, it, it's just a number. It doesn't matter. All right, I'm going to get off that high horse about it, but I just wanted to, to touch base with you all and let you know, like, I'm proud of you and you're amazing and body count. It is literally just a fun little number that we all have. So let's move into our listener questions. So if you're new to the podcast, hi, welcome. Hello. This section, I answer questions that I get from my Instagram, my TikTok. And so you can find me at both of those places at Ocody. So it's O-H-H-K-O-D-Y. That is my TikTok and my Instagram. It's also my Twitter and all those other fun things. But if you find one, you'll find them all. And also, if you don't want to DM me on my actual Instagram, you can go to Boy Talk's Instagram. So Boy Talk underscore podcast and DM me as well. Either way, I'm always answering my DMs. I'm always checking them. And that's where these questions come from. So super duper excited to jump into some questions. So the first one is... I thought this was spicy and I was super excited to answer it. Someone asked, how do I go about talking to my partner about a potential threesome? Girl, I love this for you. And I think that just like all things that I say, it's all about communicating, right? So if you're interested in trying a threesome, you should talk to your partner about that. It's that simple. It's not that complicated. All you need to do is just be like, hey, I want to chat with you about something. So I'll give you some general tips about how to have a harder conversation because I understand it's it's scary. You don't want to offend your partner. You don't want you know it to come off the wrong way, whatever, etc. So let's just start the basics of how to have a really good conversation about something that might be touchy. First off, pick a really good, meaningful location. So like if you and your partner are more comfortable like in the car, like if you guys do like a thing where you drive around and then park the car and sit and hang out, that might be a really great way. It's a nice private space. Or maybe it's like during a movie night kind of thing. Or, you know, maybe y'all have like a fun like place you like to go together. Just as private as you can make it is important. You don't want to be in the middle of like a mall and there's a bunch of people who can overhear your conversation and you're just like, hey, how do you feel about a threesome? You'll probably make your partner feel a little uncomfortable. So focus on maybe not being in a public space, finding those little intimate moments. The next thing I would say is don't bring it up during anything intimate. So like if you're going to town and having a good time with your partner, enjoy that. You can talk about this idea later. It's not something you just want to throw on them in the middle of like intercourse, right? And finally, go in knowing what you want and express that. Because when someone has something to say, especially when it's like maybe something that's controversial or might have a weird response from a partner, 
The more confident you are as the person delivering that message, the better the other person will feel. So don't go in and be kind of bashful. Like, um, hey, like, I kind of, I'm nervous, but I want to talk to you about something. Like, just be like, hey, like, I want to have a really honest conversation with you right now. It's that easy. Like, it's, it's really important to keep that energy of like, I'm coming to you to talk to you because I need to do this. And so then now talking about a threesome. I think the best way you can approach talking about wanting to have a threesome is just coming from an honest space of why you want to have that said threesome. And I think it's going to be different for everyone. For some people, having a threesome is just to spice it up. Like, it's just this idea of, like, I want to try something hot or kinky. Like, let's have another person join us. Like, it might be fun. That's a great reason. Go ahead and explain that to your partner. It's, like, it's important to let them know why you're feeling that way. The next thing might be because maybe you're bisexual and your partner is, you know, of one sex. So you're like, it would be really nice to have that experience. And I don't want to do it alone. Like, I want you to be there with me. That's another great option for why you would want to have a threesome. And then finally, it's just because you just want to have a fucking threesome. And hey, you know what? There ain't nothing wrong with that. But long story short, let your partner know where it's coming from. Sometimes when we talk to our partners about trying new things, they kind of equate it to like, maybe I'm doing something wrong. So make sure you're really assuring of like, I enjoy our intimacy. Our sex is great. Like it's nothing that you and I are doing that's making me want to have this threesome. It's just something that I want to personally do. And I wanted to see where you're coming from or where you're at kind of deal. And if you just focus on being really transparent about it, it's always the best thing you can do. And then listen to their response and validate whatever they say. So if your partner is like, absolutely not, I'm not comfortable with that, you need to be very supportive and say, you know what, I appreciate you being honest and that's fair and that's why I wanted to talk to you. So if it's off the table, it's off the table and respect that. Maybe in a few months you bring it back up and just be like, hey, wanted to double check. That hasn't changed, right? Then awesome. Like, that's cool. You could bring it up, but like, don't continue to pester or try to coerce someone into wanting to do that. If they're not interested, they're not interested, and that's a boundary they're setting. And you have to respect that. So validate them and make them feel comfortable in it. Same idea if they go and like, oh, well, I'm not sure. Let me think about it. Respect that. Be like, okay, cool. Let me know when you've thought about it and let's rediscuss it. And then finally, if they're all gun-ho to have a threesome, then you go ahead and you just go have a threesome and live your life. But yeah, there's some advice on that, and I hope that helps, and I hope that something of that's useful for you. Next, what is the sexiest thing a man has ever said to you? So this is a little more of a personal question, and I kind of love it because, like, these men out here, a lot of them don't know how to flirt. <laughs> and I can't speak for anyone else, you know what I mean? Because, like, as a gay male, like, I'm only really, you know, romantically talking to men. Sometimes I get, you know someone else who will hit on me and that's fantastic but like most of the times because I'm openly gay and I have a whole you know podcast about being gay and my content is all about being a bottom the men who are hitting on me are normally you know they they get the picture like people aren't just like confused anymore like it's not back in high school where like people thought I was still straight sometimes so I'm just out here vibing and these men don't know how to flirt so what was the sexiest thing a man has ever said to me? So this is this is totally personal. Like, it's not going to work for everyone. But for me, I love guys who are very direct. Like, ugh, literally, like, know what you want and say what you want. And I will literally melt. Like, I, I can't even help myself. So I had this guy who he literally came up to me at the gym. And he was like, and the most respectful way possible i cannot stop looking at you you are beautiful 
God literally made you perfectly. And I was just like blown away because like (laughs) I've only had a few men ever attempt to hit on me at a gym and it just was the first time ever that it happened to me. So I was just like, this man just came up to me in a gym and hit on me. Like I was on cloud nine. I won't lie. I a hundred percent was like fangirled out. He already had me in that moment. And then he went further to say, let me take you out. It wasn't asking for my snap. He didn't He didn't say something like, I, I want to pound your ass. He just simply said, let me take you out. I literally, I blushed so hard. <laughs> I was so red. I could feel it in my face like the heat was there. And yeah, it was, um, it was one of my favorite moments. So that's my advice. Um, I love direct men. So anytime that you're you really are into someone and you know that they're more of a submissive person perhaps, or maybe you don't even know that, but you just really want them to know that you're feeling a type of way. The more direct you can be, the better. I love directness. Like I said, it's not going to work for everyone, but that's what worked for me. And I still love that. Like it's one of my favorite things when someone just knows what they want and they're not afraid to say it. Like I literally love it. Can't get enough of it. All right, and then the final question this week. How can I be a better flirt? (laughs) I love this question because if you ask any of my friends, I am one of the biggest flirts in the world, and I don't even realize I'm doing it most times. I I count it as part of my personality. Like, I I love to just say that. Like, I'm just a flirt at heart because I really don't. I just don't recognize that I'm doing it. But I do have a lot of really good tips for when you're purposely trying to flirt. (laughs) So let's get into them. So my first one is eye contact. If you want someone to know you're interested in them, you can say it with your eyes. Like, it's just about the way that you bat them around. So I'm coming from a more submissive stance. Like, I'm definitely the more submissive person when it comes to dating. And so what I like to do is I like to look down a lot and then come back up and make that, like, sudden eye contact and smile and then like look back down and look back up and every time I do it the guy that's talking to me always ends up grinning or laughing because it just comes off so cutesy to them because they can feel in that moment that I'm like a little nervous but I'm also like confident enough to like make the eye contact and like let them know that like I'm I'm looking at them listening to them I'm I'm engaged with them but I'm also like low-key intimidated slash like you know, kind of like wooed, every time it works. I promise you try it and you'll see. Like, it's the little up, down, up, and they literally always grin. Another way that I like to flirt is just saying those, like, little those little one-liners that they're not super-duper in their face about, like, flirting, but it's, like, a nice little, like, cherry on top to it. So, example... You're talking to a guy and he's telling you about something that he did that he's really proud of. Like maybe he won an award or he got a good grade or he, you know, got a new job, whatever. Great. I love hitting them with the line. You act like you wouldn't get it. And they're like, what? And be like, oh, I, I can tell by the way that you are that of course you get whatever you want, don't you? And it drives them nuts. And I love it. Literally, it's the don't you. It's the it's the you validating their confidence. It's the you adding to like you come off as this confident person. 
And then a final way that I like to flirt is just simple little chuckles and giggles. Like, I like coming off as cutesy, so this works more so if you're into being perceived as, like, cutesier or more of the submissive one. But, like, just to, like, add little giggles in and, like, little head shakes and they'll be like, what? And you will be like, oh, nothing. And just... And you know what you're doing and they know what you're doing, but it just adds to it. Like, it just makes it a really fun, flirty moment. And I love to do it. So, like... And then I guess the opposite advice would be, like, if they giggle or they act cutesy flirty, call them out. It just adds to that energy dynamic, and it's just chef's kiss amazing. All right, y'all. It is that time again. Shameless plug. I need y'all to please, 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 please download the episode. Pretty please. And then leave a review if you can. And please share it with your friends and give it five stars and like it and love it and want more of it and all that good stuff because the podcast is only successful because of you all. So thank you so much. I love you all. And that's my shameless plug. Alrighty. It is that time of the episode again. I love you all so much. Thank you for joining me for the podcast this week. Exciting new stuff to come. Looking to start doing video podcasting too, where you're going to get some videos of me as well. So be prepared. I love you guys. Have a great week. Enjoy your hot girl summer. And I will talk to you next week. Bye bitches. Thank you.